Tim Lacombe, Jake Scott join us now. Tim, your thoughts? Just kind of a difficult energy night again, I felt like. Um, I thought Charlotte, you know, the, the main thing with them is they want to get out and run. Felt like they, they were able to kind of do that. Jazz tried to tighten it up there late, um, but just too many mistakes, you know, here and there. Possessions are really important in a game. That's why we chart points per possession. And it's hard to not attack, you know, for a, a number of possessions during the game and then try to, you know, catch up late. That's kind of what I felt like happened tonight. 36% offensive rebounding rate for the Charlotte Hornets. They had five offensive rebounds in the first half. They had 11 offensive rebounds in the second half tonight. And if I'm doing my math quickly and moderately right, the Hornets missed 46 shots in the second half of the game tonight and garnered 11 offensive rebounds on that. That is a pretty high rate. Yeah, so they only staggering. had 33 in the in the fourth quarter. So they had 13 rebounds, offensive rebounds in the first three quarters, right? Yeah, they only yeah. had five of them, though. They had eight of them in the third quarter. I mean, we can, you know, I guess Tim's point, my point is going to be we can recency bias this to the final four or five minutes and zero in on that. I, I don't think that's where the game was lost. I don't either, no. No, I think, you know, the tone offensively, and I thought Rudy touched on this last post game against the Celtics, but he just talked about, you know, lately we're just not doing the hard things that make the game easy. Uh, we're trying to do everything easy and slide by, and then, you know, and if the game is... The game is, 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 there's like a lot of karma to the game. <laughs> and you got to play it right. You got to approach it right. And unfortunately, that's, you know, that's kind of what I see is just um, tiptoeing through parts of it. And then, it, you know, it just puts you in a bad spot. And, and Charlotte got turned on, obviously, out in the open floor. That LaMelo guy is pretty good. <laughs> he is pretty good. He but, made a lot of jazz defenders look bad tonight. Yeah. That's for no, sure. It'll be interesting to. Interesting to go back and watch this one. Got a plane flight to do it. Hey, Booner, did you have uh, St. Peter's moving to the Elite Eight in your bracket? Did they win? <laughs> they, they won. Did. They just did. Oh, my goodness. Wow. They just they held on first, first 15 seed to ever make the Elite Eight. That guy can really coach, I by love the way. The, I love the coach. Lower and communicate. Guy. Like, he might yeah. be one of the best communicators and just doesn't seem phased at all by the moment, right? And he brags about his New Jersey, New York boys, huh? That's right. He, he said, we're tougher than everybody else just by virtue of, of what I put him through from, every day. Right. So the tweet of the night, I, I said, per didn't. You said what? Per didn't. What does that mean? Per do, per don't, per didn't. <laughs> nice, sir. Thank you. It was like, I have a half-decent vocabulary, and I've never what, heard that word before. What happened to that Donis guy, that Ostradonis, who is he? Rostradonis. Oh, he is really struggling. Rostradonis is not yeah. prepared for an offensive slump? No, I guess well, not. I'm not sure today was I mean, an offensive slump. Our offensive rating was a 115-123, not good in the fourth quarter, but their defense, the defense was bad again tonight. Yeah, it was. 122 uh, defensive rating tonight. That, that's you're not going to win very many games. You allow a 120 defensive rating. It seemed like we had more than 12 turnovers. Uh, well, we had 
a lot of them. Because the ones that we had, we had were huge. Four in the were first, big. We only had four in the first half yeah. run, and we only had five at the end of three quarters. So we had seven fourth-quarter turnovers. Yeah, and, and they were big. Huge. I believe the phrase used on the air was that we were committing basketball Harry Carey. <laughs> basketball. See, see, now I'm behind on that one. Basketball yeah, Harry Carey. Explain. Carrie. Like the announcer? Harry Carey is like... <laughs> a, a, the, Harry Carey, the announcer, is also a phrase for basically suicide. Um, in some... I don't know where that's from. Um... But that's what it's from. Okay. We'll learn something new every broadcast. That's uh, why we listen. Let me see. Uh, it's H-A-R-A-K-I-R-I, and it's kind of in the Shogun, old Shogun uh, era of, um, you know, committing suicide. It's actually probably committing suicide out of, um, you know, you've done something of ill repute, and so you commit Harry Carey. So not the late Cubs announcer. No. H-A-R-A-K-I-R-I. This is where I was confused. Well, you guys uh, tired yet? You still have a few road games left to I go. Was you really doing all right? I was tired before the game tonight, actually. I well, had that, like, eerie feeling of, like, uh-oh, I hope the – I was walking with Ron. I said, I hope the players don't feel like I do. I just got super tired. Get a little energy. Dig deep. You got a couple to go. Yeah. Okay. All right, boys. Appreciate you. Hey, Tim. Yes, sir. Glad you got to talk to us, buddy. I always fall for that. It's the hello to start, and that's how we always end it, isn't it? Yes. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you. 107-101 is your final jazz fall. We're breaking it down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Tough loss tonight for the Utah Jazz, 107 to 101 to the Charlotte Hornets in Charlotte. Donovan Mitchell had 26 points to lead the way for the Jazz tonight. Jordan Clarkson with 19 coming in off the bench. But uh, Donovan missed a tough layup there in the fourth that uh, would have gotten the Jazz within one. Uh, they would have had another possession. Donovan misses the easy one, and uh, the Hornets make free throws. And they missed their opportunity. And that's going to be kind of, you know, everybody watches, sees how the, the game ends. But I'm with, I'm with Locke. I felt like this game could have been won kind of in the guts of the game. And, you know, the Jazz just could never quite get established out there. Obviously, Charlotte is so good in the open floor. And that's where they, they hurt the Jazz a lot. Make or miss really pushed it. Um, and then, you know, you saw it late, but the, the Jazz did a good job of breaking down the defense. You know, driving the ball really hard and creating opportunities. I think of the one Donovan kind of lost control, but drove it hard, threw it to the corner to Conley, and Conley makes that three. I mean, that's the way the Jazz have to play all game long. And and for parts of that game, offensively, just didn't seem to really play downhill. Once again, I'm with you. You mentioned this with uh, with David and Ron, uh, that uh, energy was an issue once again. And even though this game was closer, the Jazz did not lose by 20. I got to agree with you. It did not seem like the normal... Uh, energy defensively, certainly it, it wasn't necessarily there. I thought the Jazz played better than they played against Boston, but this is a tough one. They're a better team than Charlotte. They're a much better team, and and it was just kind of the way that, uh, yeah, it felt like that Charlotte kind of came out and played the way they play, and that was kind of the, the difference in the game, whereas I feel like the Jazz, I mean, Jazz got out-rebounded by this team. Um, 
they they absolutely crushed them on the offensive glass, which we haven't seen that for some time. So some of those things, you know, and if you watch the defensive side, the guys are not connected. You know, they're not moving on a string. And, and so those are things that obviously right now just got to get rectified. For the Hornets, they had three players with 20 or more points, Coach. They had uh, Miles Bridges with 26, Terry Rozier with 25, and LaMelo Ball, who had uh, who had 21. Outside of that, Charlotte got uh, nine points off the bench from Montrez Harold, nine points from Isaiah Thomas, but their big three certainly had a night. Yeah, they did. Um, you know, and it was how they had it as well. It was their ball movement. We talk about them being second in the league in assists. Different than the Jazz because theirs happens more in transition. They really pass the ball ahead and play off that. And that's what they had a lot of success tonight doing against the Jazz. All right. Uh, with that, we will say good night to our network stations. Uh, our next broadcast is coming your way Sunday evening. The Jazz will be in Dallas. It's going to be a big one taking on the Mavericks. That game will tip off at 530. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got post-game sound for you. As the Jazz fall tonight to the Hornets, 107 to 101 right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. Pow! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post Game Show. Underhand scoop to Conley. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz game night post game show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe, post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz lose tonight 107 to 101. And uh, Coach Combe, uh, you and I are just kind of pouring over the box score. Uh, a couple of uh, numbers that have uh, jumped out to you. The Jazz only shot 11 free throws tonight. I know it's a little early. We don't do this uh, usually until a little bit uh, later on in the postgame. But let's get to your uh, Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A one app. The Jazz tonight, 8 for 11, 72%. But, man, is that a low number? That is not something we're used to seeing. So the Jazz are third in the NBA in free throw rate. And, you know, tonight they only get 11 free throws, which in terms of the season would rank in the bottom five. So, again, I think that is a sign that points to kind of that theme of not doing the the hard things to make things easy. Um, You know, playing downhill, they still had a lot of assists tonight. Um, but that isn't a Charlotte defense that should, um, you know, kind of have the advantage the way they did. And the Jazz just kind of indicative of the fact that you really need didn't didn't force the issue as much as they probably could have or should have. Jazz had 25 assists tonight on 38 made field goals. Donovan had seven. Uh, Mike Conley had six. Again, Donovan led the way for the Jazz tonight with 26 points on 10 of 21 shooting to go along with those seven assists. He had three rebounds as well. Clarkson had 19 off the bench. Hernan Gomez got the start. He had 14 tonight, 5 of 9, 4 of 6 from 3, uh, 5 boards. Rudy Gobert, 11 points and 19 rebounds. He also had a block. With Hernan Gomez, uh, I know, you know, Jazz fans not probably feeling real good about tonight's game, but he continues to impress, I think. I really like him. I, you know, did a good job of spacing, made the threes tonight when given the opportunity. And I feel like, you know, and I know Ben Ederson's tweeted this out a few times, but he just does all the little things that help the Jazz function. You know, cuts, blocks out, pretty good defender on ball. 
and he seems to be in the right spot. So uh, a bright spot for sure tonight. And then you mentioned Rudy's game. I I thought Rudy's effort and hustle was really good. I mean, he he tracked down some balls, got some loose balls, you know, really tried to give as good effort as he could. Um, You know, I thought as opposed to the other night where he just didn't seem to have a whole lot or, you know, tonight he played – with a lot more energy seemed like it. And, and certainly grabbing 19 rebounds is, is probably a good sign, but Rudy uh, five of seven tonight, one of two from the line, 11 points, 19 rebounds and uh, one block shot. All right, let's go back to Charlotte. It's time to hear from jazz head coach, Quinn Snyder. Well, I think that, you know, the first half was transition defense and then the second half, um, they're athletic and they crash and, uh, you know, we, we've got a rebound, we've got a gang rebound just collectively and we've got to find bodies because if we, um, you know, try to jump with people, um, that's, that's going to be hard when, when you've got, you know, athletic wings that are crashing, you know, from the perimeter. And, you know, if Rudy's contesting shots at the rim, we just got to, we've got to help each other more and, and you know, rebound collectively. But it, 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 you know, those are momentum plays too. You know, when you get a stop and they get a three, when you get two stops, mm-hmm. To get a three. It's just, and to be honest, I thought, you know, for us to the possession game versus the turnovers late, um, glass, and uh, we there's a lot of good about tonight. The way we move the ball, um, we thought we were connected. We did a good job attacking different coverages. When you know, adjusted from you know being dropped. To, switching you know, to blitzing and I thought our recognition of those things was, was was good and you know just need to not give up so many opportunities what um, you know collectively you guys have a great of students what well, you know, we had a breakdown where we lost for a year. I just think, um, you know, we missed we missed a couple that were clean, clean looks and at the rim when we made good plays, you know, and we did have a couple turnovers late. Those things, you know, we've got to be able to, you know, to get a shot. Um, but the things we're doing, you know, to get the opportunities to get those shots, we just got to keep doing them. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, continue to to uh, to compete and and focus at the end of the game. To me, like the transition defense was something you guys kind of struggled with at the beginning of the year, kind of figured it out, and then you know, see it again tonight. Is that you know, middle of our growth trip? Is that just? No, I think we've, I think it's something we've gotten better and, you know, we've gotten better really protecting the paint um, and not allowing people to have, have the rim. Um, They a little bit like we do, you know, shoot transition threes and, you know, LaMelo does a great job of kicking the ball ahead. And, you know, I thought, like I said, I thought we adjusted in the second half. It's, you know, their speed to, um, 
that's what they do. And as you feel that, you know, you start to have more recognition the first time those shots go up. It's like, I was there, but he shot it anyway, as opposed to, you know, having to fan out earlier, but um, they're different in, in that respect as a group, the way they play. So, uh, like I said, I, I thought maybe similar tone to the season that um, I thought the second half, we did a much better job. You know, they scored on some broken plays or turnovers, but, you know, we were able to, you know, to, to, uh, to fan out and take away some of those shots and transition. And then, you know, and then those, those two areas are, are key for us, you know, three areas really. And, and we know it. Um, you just got to keep grinding at it, but, you know, a little here, a little here, a little here, you know, we played, we played well. And, uh, you know, I think under you know, some circumstances where they, they played well. So, you know, he crashed the glass, you know, early, he got us some, you know, some extra shots. Um, you know, I thought, he, he's historically throughout his career, he, he's been really good from the corner. He's around 40%, you know, catch and shoot corner threes. And, um, you know, that's something uh, that he gave us tonight. And um, again, I think, you know, th those areas in particular, um, when we were small, it, it, it's a very different game for us fundamentally that, you know, we really need, um, you know, when we, when we front the post, we have to shift on the weak side and, you know, there's some things like that, that, you know, we have to continue to improve on when, you know, you're used to playing with Rudy and the song. Um, but I thought, you know, those groups too, you know, like I said, there, there's some things that are just different where we have different guys that have to fire over and, you know, rebounding becomes even more important to, to, to do collectively. Um, Cause we don't have one of the, those bigs down there that, you know, are able to clean up the glass for us, you know, when there, and when there's long rebounds, you know, we have to, we have to find them that, and that really involves finding bodies as much as anything. There's coach Quinn Snyder, uh, breaking down the rebounding at the end there, which uh, certainly was an issue, but uh, coach actually a little more positive tonight, despite the loss and certainly was last, uh, last game after Boston. Well, I think that's part of, you know, being able to weather this big road trip. You got to keep uh, the troops positive, and there were some positive things to build on. You know, I thought, um, you know, Hernan Gomez, who we talked about, has been a really nice addition, has found, a, you know, a way to contribute to this team. And tonight it was a little bit different, making threes, spacing the floor, a la Boyan. You know, and that was nice to see. Um, but, yeah, I think right now, obviously bigger things in mind. And, and probably Quinn understands the pulse of this team better than anybody knows when they need to be pushed and then – you know, obviously understands when they need a little reinforcement. Post game is brought to you by friends of Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. Jazz fall tonight to the Hornets, 107 to 101. We'll have more sound for you coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night, post-game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, post-game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. 107-101 is your final. The Jazz fall tonight 
to the uh, Charlotte Hornets on the road in Charlotte. Let's get to the uh, points in the paint brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit CERTAPRO.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. Uh, taking a look at your uh, points in the paint. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Jazz outscored by the Hornets tonight, 52 to 40. So 12 points in the in the points in the paint. What story does that tell, Coach? Come, just kind of builds on what the narrative we've talked about, right? It's getting in. You know, you would think that the Jazz probably had a physical advantage tonight, just based on how they play. Um, the fact that you know the Jazz did a nice job of uh, of moving the ball. You know, better tonight with 25 assists. Um, and they, but they made 17 threes. Typically, you know, we talk about it sometimes. The threes make up for the twos, but I think more tonight it was that style that was a little bit lacking, getting in there, um, being really forceful and getting in there and then kicking it. You know, it was a weird night from that st- standpoint. We don't see the Jazz get beat up in the paint all that often, and we don't see the Jazz get crunched on the boards all that often. And uh, the Jazz were out-rebounded tonight by Charlotte 45-38, to but on the offensive glass 16-9. to Yeah, that's, that's the one that surprised me. If you were to say those would be the numbers – uh, to start the game, particularly coming off the loss the Jazz did, felt like that would be probably reversed, you know. And so for the Jazz to get beat on the glass as badly as they did, um, you know, that, to me that's a little bit concerning. All right, let's uh, check out your master of the glass, brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound Program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. As usual, your Master of the Glass tonight, Rudy Gobert who had 19 rebounds. Two of those came on the offensive glass. The next highest rebounder for the Jazz, though, Coach, uh, is Juancho Hernan Gomez at five. Everybody else had three, two, or one. So not a, a strong night on the glass if your name wasn't Rudy Gobert. And it'd be one thing, I think, if the Charlotte team was a great offensive rebounding team, but that's just simply not the case. Um, they you're not really known for that. So the fact that the Jazz kind of got beat up on the boards tonight speaks to you know that energy, that connectedness that – really allows that to become a strength when the Jazz are, are really clicking. Let's go back to Charlotte. Uh, it's now time to hear from Rudy Gobert. Um, a lot of them on me. I mean, a lot of times, uh, a lot of them were like funny, funky bounces, but a lot of them uh, I could have got. And, uh, yeah, they did, Plumlee did a great job, uh, you know, lurking and, and getting those, those long ones. And, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's the game. I mean, they, they, that gave them life and that gave them, you know, uh, a lot more confidence to shoot again. And and those shots are usually easier shots and they, they, they made it out. When you go back to watch games like that, I mean, you just get in the that feel like you could have got, that like... I mean, we could, we, for sure. And, and you can feel it on the court. I mean, uh, I'll see for myself as, as a... Uh, a really good rebounder, you know, when those sometimes they go over, they bounce on the rim and they go over your head. There's not much you can do, especially when I'm in the pain helping, but uh, there's a few of them that I think I should have got. And, uh, you know, I gotta be, yeah, I can't, I can't let that happen. You know, my, my team put a lot of confidence in me to, uh, to get those. And then obviously, even though it's, a, we know it's a team in front, but I, I gotta get those. It's it those on me. 
Offensively or with the uh, overall? It's just like overall impression that you guys are like the worst in the Okay. I think just raise our level. You know, offensively, you know, it's more about keep playing the same way. Uh, you know, keep keep executing. Uh, and defensively, I think it's about raising our level collectively. Uh, end of games. Uh, every every good team is about to to raise their level, raise their intensity, and uh, yeah, we definitely we're gonna we're gonna have to to raise our level. And that's that's a, you know I thought we I thought we competed tonight. Uh, obviously the, the the rebounding uh, was was a key, but I thought we played hard. I thought guys played hard, and uh, and I thought we shared the ball offensively. You know, and it's. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's about cutting those, those those stretches and you know and making sure that we're able to raise all of them when it matters. What was different about ball sharing tonight? I mean, these guys are always very aggressive on the pick and roll, so it kind of forces uh, our guys to to move the ball, and then it's on us, uh, the, the, whether me or or the wings to to. Uh, to make the right play. And uh, I thought for the most part of the game, we did that. I had a bad turnover at the end of the game and that one was on me. But for, for the most part of the game, I thought we did that. We got a lot of great shots. We got a lot of open shots. And uh, we make a few more of them. Uh, I finish a few more of those. And, uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's a win. So it's got to keep working, keep, keep trusting each other. Uh, and we'll be all right. There's Rudy Gobert. Uh, we got a much different Coach Snyder than we did uh, after the Boston game the other night. We got a much different Rudy Gobert than we did after the Boston game. Rudy uh, saying the ball movement was much better. Talked about the offensive rebounds for Charlotte. Took personal accountability for that, but uh, a much different take on this game than the other night for sure. Yeah, and again, I think part of uh, you know being on a team and in handling success and disappointment, you know, you've got to you've got to find a way to get through it. Um, you know, I think this team's eyes, you know, are a little bit on getting through the next uh, little stretch, getting Bojan back with this team so they can kind of start to, to work on being together and playing together all the time. When the Jazz are healthy, and we know this, uh, when all five guys are uh, starters are out there, they do a, a, a really good job and they, they win a lot of games and they play the right way. Um, you know, this, this little stretch right here, we haven't seen it in a bit and you know, certainly not as dire as it was in January. Um, and so I think that's part of it. They're just trying to keep positive, you know, pointing out the good things and then trying to, to look at the other things that didn't go so well and just try to, to look in a spirit of correction. And they did pass the ball better tonight. The ball movement was oh, better. Course, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if the energy was a ton better, but the ball movement certainly was. And again, to look at the, the assist numbers compared to 14 against Boston, they had 25 tonight on, on 38 made field goals. Donovan himself had seven assists. So that... You know, it was better. Rudy said it was better. It just they didn't make a couple of plays here and there that uh, that led to them winning. But I, I think it was a tad more complex than that, but I certainly hear what Rudy's saying. And the other thing, it was a competitive basketball game. You know, the other night wasn't. You know, you walk away from this one 
Um, I'm just looking at a tweet by Bowler. 17 lead changes, seven ties. So, I mean, this was kind of back and forth. And, and you can look at a couple of different plays, right, that drive you crazy the, when Donovan got picked in the backcourt. Um, you know, that layup, obviously, and then just some other things like Rudy talked about where execution just didn't come all the way together. Um, so certainly a, a different situation. Frustrating, yes, uh, but not as dire as that 30-point loss the other night with no real competition during the game. And it's true. I mean, a loss is a loss, but a very different feel uh, to the to the these both games. In fact, it'll, it'll be interesting to hear. Let's throw it back to Charlotte. It's time to now hear from Donovan Mitchell. It's one of those things the ball just didn't go in. You know, you can't I can't fight it, you know. I got to make a layup. And it didn't, it didn't go in, so it's just I'm not laughing because it's a joke. I'm laughing because it's just like that's the level of, I guess you call it frustration. I guess frustration. But I actually meant before that, like oh. throughout the game, I think like you were like, oh, yeah, yeah. You mean the whole game? Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the layup. That's what I've been thinking about. Yeah. The past. <laughs> but no, like as far as that goes, man, like we lost three straight, you know, and y'all, y'all heard me after Boston. Like, this is one of them games, you know. It wasn't going to be a cakewalk. This trip is not a cakewalk. There's no team on there where it's like, you know, we, they, all these teams are good, but, you know, we we, we gave up a lot of offensive rebounds. They have 50-50 balls. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing is just we got to find ways to continue to, to push through and battle through, even when shots aren't falling, getting stops, whatever, we're blitzing, whether we're not blitzing, like figuring stuff out and, that part hurts is that we didn't, that, you know what I mean? As much as the, the layup and, and the shot or whatever, but like that part for me, that's where I was from the jump. Like, like, come on, like, you know, let's go. And I think everybody fit off that. I think we competed, you know, I'm not going to say we didn't give it, we, we went out there and did what we were supposed to do, but you know, to lose three straight is tough. Okay. Sorry. 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 Um, going back to that layup, that frustration and the laughing, is that kind of like, I don't know, feeling of overall, you know, the overall season because like, you guys have struggled. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, that was probably one of our better fourth quarters up until that moment, you know. So it's just, it's just one of those things where you, you, there's no other emotion to have at that point. You've had them all throughout the year. I gotta, I gotta make the lip, like, simply put. Um, I thought he was going to get a piece of that shot, so I tried to put it up there, and it just slipped and just kept going up and up and up and hit the top of the backboard. But it's a learning, it's a learning, it's a learning thing. And I mean, at the end of the day, like that's where that came from. It was just like, man, like you know, we're, we're building upon something, and then boom, like it's just ripped out right under your feet. Yeah, something that's really quite simple, a layup. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's where I was, and we will get back in the gym and get ready. We got a big game coming up. Um, I don't know if they've won or lost. I don't know for four or five, whatever seed we are. Uh, but we got a big game coming up. We got to be ready for it. What's, what's the main objective? Okay, what's the playoffs? Or should I say what's the priorities and the seed? Both. Both. Like win in, get healthy. Like we have, we have a talented team. You know, obviously missing Boyan has, you know, you, you see the difference on the floor. It's not in the house as well. It's not get it twisted, but, and also Hassan tonight, but, you know, 
I'm not going to sit here and say, man, if we were healthy this, if we were healthy that, like we we can win these games, you know, without those guys. And that's no disrespect to those guys. They'll make our team even better, but we can win these games. And, you know, we just haven't, you know what I mean? And I think, I think our mindset is just like, we, like I said the other day, we just got to win the game. Like there's no, well, let's try and do this. Let's try and do, let's just win the game. Like by any means, I don't give a damn if we, we all shoot the lights out. We don't shoot the lights out. We can stop. like whatever, by any means necessary. Like just, Get a win. That's the same mentality going into tomorrow, or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know what day it is, but um, that's it. Get healthy and win. Like you know, we haven't done that yet. We've lost three straight at a crucial time, and we got to figure it out. Think back to six turnovers you had tonight. I'm just curious, kind of, when you're thinking about those kind of what. Um, I mean, a few of them. Trying to find the roller. You know, and they're they're an athletic team. They cause turnovers, but my job is such where I attack, try and draw fouls. They don't get called. That's a turnover. The late game offensive foul. That's a turnover. Uh, can't really think of the others right now, top of my head. But like you know, I'm, I'm six is a lot, but there there is a fine line between trying to create and, and trying to do that. So um, just get them down. It's the second game I've had six. You know, I had six in uh, Brooklyn. But it's all coming from a place of aggression, you know, as opposed to the opposite where it's just like laziness, you know, like the ball, like the one lady turnover was the one Royce probably, where it just slipped out my hand and went high. Like that, that's a, that's a bad one, you know, but the other ones are aggressive, trying to make the right play, make the certain things. And, you know, for me, if I obsess over the six turnovers, then you, you kind of become complacent and fall back. So I, I never do. And I'm just going to continue to attack because that's my job and to get guys open shots. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't execute properly, but I'll turn them down. But, Sometimes, you know, it gets like that, but I'll fix it. You look at it, actually, the, the second unit where you guys played small ball, you actually played deep. Mm-hmm. That progress for that group and kind of how, what is the key to kind of Yeah, we, you know, I think EP, you know, in that in that role has, has done a really good job. Um, you know, Wancho's starting to figure things out as well. Um, I'm talking about when I'm in the game, at least, you know, with, with those guys. And then obviously me and JC and Royce are comfortable playing with each other. So just figuring out matchups, they tried to put the five on Wancho. Uh, so EP with space, you know, being able to recognize situations and defensively being on one accord, you know, switching and obviously the, the post outs, being able to trap front to post, rotate, scramble, like do whatever we need to do and then get out and transition and go. Um, and at one point it felt like an AU game, <laughs> like we were just going up and down and, you know, sometimes that's what it's going to be like. But for us, you know, Improvement, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing in that lineup. We haven't, our defense and our offense is predicated around having a five-minute, you know, a, a footer that rolls to the rim, you know. So to stitch is the first year of my career where it's like, you know, we've had to work on small ball five. So it's not going to be perfect, but to see progress in that that area, it's, 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 it's nice to see and we'll continue to get better. I think we got one on Zoom from Eric Walton. Hey, Don, you mentioned that uh, Wancho is starting to figure things out. Just wondering what you've kind of seen from him during the stretches he's had to, like, take on an outsized, an, an oversized role with bogey out. Yeah, he's – it's a lot uh, to be traded here and then thrown into our system and then expected to start. And when You you know what I mean? It's a, it's a lot, you know, and I got to give him credit. You know, he, he there are mistakes that are made, you know, spacing, stuff like that defensively, but he's learning on the fly. And he's able to receive – he's receptive of it. You know, he's actually done things in the game that we've opened to him. Like, okay, cool, we can add that into our package. Um, he's hitting shots. He, you know, tonight he had five and nine for 14. But, you know, he's 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 crashing. You know, he's he's defending. He's he's making those, those winning plays, and that's all you can ask for. 
Um, you can't ask him to go out the out there and be Boyan Bogdanovich, but in the same token, he's out there giving us effort, giving us plays, and you know they want to blitz and take it out my hands, and I'm going to find him. You know, we trust him, and you think when you when you have that trust from your teammates, it's easy to hit shots. But the biggest thing I think with him is he's just playing exceptionally well in his role, knowing where to be, trying to learn the plays on the fly. You know, we had him play the five, be the five man for a few possessions, like you know to be to come in being a three, four to then happen to be the five and knowing that role, like that's a lot, you know, pick, figuring that out, picking it up. So, you know, I, it's, he's, he's comfortable. You can tell, you know, even though he's learning and I think that's, that's been a huge spark for us. Um, and he's been, he's been doing his thing. There you go. That's uh, Donovan Mitchell and Donovan tonight led the way for the jazz and scoring 26 points on 10 of 21 shooting four of 11 from three missed that layup that could have brought it within one. Uh, with what, uh, 20, it was like 26, 27 seconds left. So they would have gotten another possession, but, uh, obviously that play, that, that layup sticking with Donovan frustration is the word he used. And I, and I don't, you know, fault him at all. He was right there and the ball rolled out, you know, to me again, the body of work throughout the game, you know, sitting watching defensive possessions, how active and involved, you know, is each guy, how, um, how important is a stop to them in the second quarter? Is it as important in the fourth quarter? Um, you know, those things are way more important to me than one missed shot. And, and certainly Donovan's made plenty of shots. So, uh, you know, to me, you know, he's in the right mindset that, you know, the ball sometimes goes in, sometimes doesn't. But the most important thing now is them, you know, figuring out a way to win a game. Three in a row, they've got to uh, figure out a way. But the only a, a difficult part is next crack is in Dallas. And the team you're going basically right head to head with, you've gotten the better of this year. So, um, it, you know, they've got to be able to get things uh, figured out pretty quickly. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru uh, and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. 107 to 101 is your final jazz fall tonight to the Hornets. We'll have more sound from the players for you coming up next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. 107 to 101 your final. Jazz fall tonight on the road in Charlotte to the Hornets. Uh, the Hornets, first of all, uh, uh, Bridges might have a case for the uh, most improved player. I don't know if he'd win it, but he might have a case as he's played really, really well this year. Finished the uh, night tonight, 26 points. Terry Rozier still going. I mean, you think of him back in those days with Boston where he was just an energy guy out there and uh, putting up points and numbers. He did that tonight. He had 25 points on 9 of 20 shooting. And LaMelo Ball, 9 of 22, 21 points, 5 assists, and uh, and 4 rebounds. Bridges also had 11 rebounds. Plumlee had 11 rebounds. The Charlotte team, like, like we talked about in the pregame, I don't know if they're there, but they're better than uh, previous editions of the Hornets, that's for sure. No, they are. They'll be fun in the playoffs, too, because they, they play pretty free. They play easy. Certainly the playoffs get a little more half-court oriented and rugged, which probably won't be uh, – you know, to their advantage, but that's kind of the game I was hoping the Jazz would give them tonight. More of a, you know, punish you, put you in the half court, make you really guard. Um, and tonight, you know, Charlotte was just able to play their their style of basketball. Did a ton of damage out in the open floor, and and they, yeah, when they're out there, they look great. 
Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez got the start tonight uh, for Bogdanovich, whom they certainly miss, although Hernan Gomez had a great game tonight. 28 minutes, 14 points, 5 rebounds. He was 5 of 9 from the field, 4 of 6 from 3. And you know one thing that Juancho brings, uh, Coach, is he's he's big. He's He's of size for your NBA wing. The Jazz are such a small team that he at least brings a little bit of a different element, which is why I wonder if he will indeed be in that playoff rotation when the time comes because he's a little bit bigger player and he obviously uh, can produce out there and has a ton of energy himself. We saw him, you know, tonight make the threes. I I was really impressed in the New York game the other day when he guarded Randall and we talked about, you know, Julius Randall playing from that nail, getting isolations and you just got to really put up a a body against him, make him take tough shots. And I thought he did that uh, a bunch. So that was a real positive. And then, you know, his, his European background from Spain uh, grew up knowing how he knows how to play. He knows when to cut. He knows, you know, the angles of screens, all those things that, you know, sometimes it takes some nuance to learn that, but he, he definitely has that. So I, I like what I see from him. I think he, I think he's certainly uh, a much better acquisition than just a throw in, which is, I think, what everybody thought it, what he was. Well, speaking of Juancho Hernan Gomez, let's go back to Charlotte as he approaches uh, the media room to kind of go from not playing very much to starting and playing a ton to kind of not and kind of bounce back. Is it just kind of difficult as a player? Or is it, you know, how, what's your perspective on it? I mean, he's, he's, he's just business, you know, he's, as a player, you got to be ready, stay ready. Uh, keep working on your game. Uh, I've been through a lot of changes uh, emotionally, uh, all the uh, on the teams, you know, change a lot of teams, change a lot of teammates, coaches, but you're still the same player. Uh, you got to keep working on your game, uh, be positive, stay ready, and, you know, NBA is about opportunity. Um, when the opportunity came, just enjoy it, uh, do your best, as always, and yeah, enjoy the journey. Along with that, learning a new system like with the Jazz is probably very difficult. I see you talking to Donovan Rudy a lot as the game is actually happening. Do you feel like you're starting to get a hang of how things work? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the guys tell me a lot. Um, NBA, you get trade to season and stuff too. Uh, you got to pick it up quick things. Uh, watch a lot of film, uh, talk to the guys uh, because we don't have too much time to practice. So you used to play one way and they used to play another way and you just have to find your feet. Uh, so I asked him a lot of questions. Uh, Don, uh, Mike, they help me a lot, even coaches. And, and you know, I just try to understand and try to feed on the team. There's Juancho Hernan Gomez talking about uh, adjusting and adapting uh, to a new team and fitting in with his, uh, with his Jazz roster. And uh, I think that's a good thing, asking questions, getting a lot of guidance from the team, and he played well tonight. And, and to his point, he did, you know, haven't had a, a ton of practice time. The Jazz have just been playing – on a crazy streak since he's gotten here. It seems like, you know, every other day. And so he he's learning stuff on the fly. I mean, I think we can all relate to starting a new job, you know, in a new place. And um, while maybe the skills you have are, are, are common, um, you know, some of the terminology, the vocabulary, some of the things that are discussed, that's something you kind of got to get used to. So um, I, I think he's done a great job of acclimating. Um, to your point, I think he's a – you know, viable option in, in certain matchups to be able to be out there in, in a rotation. And I think that's, that's really all you could ask for. 
Sounds like Coach Schneider likes him. I mean, it seems like every time Coach Schneider mentions him, he he lights up. He's talked to, at length about how well Hernan Gomez cuts and uh, crashes the offensive glass, and those are two things that catch Coach's eye for sure. Yeah, he's a detail guy. You know, he 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 senses when guys have a feel for what's going on out there, and it, it's easy to tell. You know, from watching that he he definitely does and attacks the offensive glass very nicely. I mentioned his defense, you know, ability to guard guys, and then you you talked about his size, and he he is a big guy, um, and so that that's all very very positive. You know, when you've got small guards, oftentimes like Donovan and Mike out there to be able to have another big body. Uh, Jazz fall tonight to the Hornets, one hundred seven to one hundred one. Want to remind you about the Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators Program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from the Jazz Bear, a $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to see a jazz game in a suite. Go to nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator now. Coming up next, we'll get your play of the game. We'll also get Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on this one as Jazz fall to the Hornets. More straight ahead on the Jazz Radio Network. Donovan picks it up. Shoots and hits the 45-footer. There's your play of the game. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com. Driven by you. Jazz game night postgame show. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz lose tonight 107-101 to the Hornets. Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share. At MarkMillerSubaru.com. Jazz got 26 points tonight from Donovan Mitchell. He also had seven assists. He was 10 of 21, shooting four of 11 from three. Uh, Jordan Clarkson with 19 off the bench, seven of 18, shooting two of nine from three. Uh, Wancho, who just heard from Wancho Hernan Gomez, 14 points in 28 minutes, five rebounds as well. Rudy uh, Gobert tonight with a double-double, 11 points, 19 rebounds. Mike Conley, 11 points and six assists for the Hornets. They get uh, 26 from uh, Miles Bridges, 25 from Terry Rozier, 21 uh, from uh, LaMelo Ball as the Hornets uh, get to victory in this one despite uh, the Jazz making it close a little bit. Donovan with a, a missed layup that could have cut it to a one-point game with a little about 25 seconds to go, and the Jazz uh, pretty much had no shot from there. Charlotte actually scored 30 in that fourth quarter. The Jazz had a turnover problem. Uh, what do they have? Six turnovers in the fourth quarter. Six turnovers in the fourth. Yeah, eleven. Was it eleven in the second half? Like that. Yeah. Uh, it was here. Let me look at their total because they had five in the first. So uh, the Jazz finished the game. Uh, actually, the Jazz finished the game with eleven total. They had four in the first half, eleven total. So that would be seven. Yeah, in the seven second, in half. second half. Six of those came in the fourth quarter. So gotcha. Not well timed, coach. 11's not a terrible number, but not the timing, not good. And they could have, you know, didn't play great all night long, um, but did in spurts, kept the game there, talked about the lead changes and the ties. But the sad thing is if a couple of things just happen, right? They take care of the ball a little bit better. Um, you know, a couple of those shots drop. They, they could have stole one, you know, in the, after not playing great. So, um, that, I guess that's one one positive is they it, it was a definitely competitive game and that's a major improvement from the other night. Yeah, and it, it feels like post game has certainly had a different vibe than it did after. Yeah, nobody. After yeah, they didn't seem all that bummed. They didn't seem jazzed. 
so no, to no, speak, no. by any means. But um, against Boston, uh, uh, guys' tempers were up a little bit. Not tempers, that's not the right word. But but guys were a little uh, worked up about the Walt loss against Boston. He, even, I say even Rudy, but even Rudy uh, after tonight talked about uh, the ball movement was better, took a bunch of personal accountability for the rebounding, kind of just a much different vibe after this game than after Boston. I love that about Rudy too. You know, he he's easy. He's he talks about what the team needs to do, but when when he makes mistakes or when things don't go, he he's definitely quick to to say it. And I love that about you know about his accountability. It's it's a nice piece. It probably shows why he can make the improvement he can. He's pretty honest with himself. All right, coach. Let's get some final thoughts from you on this one before we uh, turn the page to Sunday. Well, above all else, I think it's National Peacock Day. It is St. Peter's. Um, cool story. Don't want to jump the gun, make change the subject, but how cool would it be if they got to the final four? I'm just saying 15 seed. I just saw a tweet. A guy I follow said his kid loves peacocks and picked St. Peter's to the final four and he's killing everybody in the family. I'm sure. So those are the funny stories are, but anyway, I I think this was, like I said, a game that the jazz could have figured out a way to win Uh, just a mistake here and there. And then, you know, Charlotte was able to kind of get out and do what they do. Uh, Rozier lived up to his nickname, made tough shots, and um, you know, and Ball's a nice young player. He's really uh, he's really fun to watch in the open floor. And the one thing he can do at an elite level is pass. Um, Sunday, Jazz travel to Dallas. That will be a a crazy contest. The, the teams have definitely had some some games. Jazz gotten on, on the the right end of of more than the the Mavericks, but it's Luka Doncic and and it's the Jazz. And it's a really meaningful game, so it should be fun. We want to say big thanks to everybody that helped with the broadcast tonight. Of course, David Locke, Ron Boone, terrific work from both those guys as uh, usual for them. Thanks to uh, the broadcast assistants that helped us out tonight. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller Subaru, the title sponsor of the postgame show and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diversity. Each has a unique store to share. Read some and share your own My Subaru Is dot com and of course coach lacombe thank you sir you're the best thank you it was fun being with you tonight my man hey i know you're doing a little grandpa duty tomorrow enjoy your saturday my friend i will we're gonna do a little hike that's awesome good for you 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 enjoy that we will do it all right uh again the jazz fall tonight to the charlotte hornets 107 to 101 up next the jazz take on the mavericks in dallas on Sunday, that game will tip off at 5.30. Pre-game coverage begins at 4.30. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.